Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. I'm excited about this episode of The Real Deal because I have Carrie with me, and I am so excited. Tell me, in your view, what you remember of how we met, and then I'm going to do the rapid-fire questions and... Whatever else you want to tell us about you. Yes. Well, I remember the first time that I saw you was at Oakwood Church many, many years ago. And I just was like, wow, she's so neat. And just your energy and just everything. And, you know, I think whenever you sit in an audience and you see a speaker, you're always a little enamored. And you're just like, wow, this is so neat. Um, You love the Lord. And and we had common friends. Yes, yes. So I think we just kind of met in passing. And then you came to some productions that I was a part of. And then... You're quite an actress, by the way. Thank You're you. very good. It's <laughs> very natural. You. Thank and you, you become the part. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I have yeah. so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. Well, and then last spring, I had the honor of emceeing for you. Yes. And we really connected. Oh. And it was amazing. And It was like a really good team, like a dynamic duo. Like, I didn't feel like we were stepping on each other's toes. It was You were great. Thank you. Thank so you. Great. And this is... It's it's totally just, it's definitely not a day job, but it's something that I've been asked to do a couple times, and I absolutely love it. Yeah. So it was an honor to, to connect with you that way, too. Yeah. So Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that in yeah. the, deeper into the podcast, but I'm thinking that, number one, you were really good at it, and Thank I you. think that that person matters to an overall retreat, because somebody's mm-hmm. sitting there, and if they feel welcomed, or if they feel like somebody identifies with them, or is excited about the weekend, they're excited, too. So right. you were very contagious. Thank okay, you. you know that the real deal starts with a few of these rapid fire things. Yes. So however you want to answer them, don't overthink. But okay. let's start with here we go. Are you an introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Dog, cat, either, neither? Dog. Okay. Morning bird or night owl? Morning. Okay. Would you choose silence or music? Mmm. A little of both. Yeah. A little of both. I love praise. I love to mm. praise and, and just, you know, walk around and yeah. have whatever music on. But there are times I'm trying to get more silent. Yeah. I'm working on that. Yeah. Silence and solitude. <laughs> it's a skill. Yeah. Okay. Would you say you're leaned in or laid back? Definitely leaned in. Okay. Yeah. Shower or bath? shower usually not that I don't love a bath I actually just well it's not a bath it's not a bath but it's a hot tub I sat in a girlfriend's hot tub the other day and I absolutely adore that but I normally don't have a lot of time for baths yeah that's different for you Mm -hmm. yeah driver or passenger driver however I love it when somebody takes the lead and and wants to drive as long as they're a good driver yeah yeah (laughs) I get it Okay, so you know that this is called The Real Deal. Yes. And thank you for listening. Oh, you're yeah, welcome. You I you love it. Yeah. I love it. Yes. It's <laughs> and, great to hear people's stories. Yeah. Tell me what you said about how you listen to the person and you get the voice and then you... Well, yeah, I think that you always kind of have a picture in your mind yeah. of like what, you know, and I was kind of explaining that I was, I'm in sales and, or was in sales and I always did all this phone work and yeah. sometimes people have just like the loveliest voice and then you you meet them in person and, and it's not a bad thing, but you're just like, you're not, a, you're not yeah, at well, all I that I pictured your voice to match, but it's neat. Tall. <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? I yes. Why do we, yeah, whatever. That is funny. But yeah, it's kind of neat to think about, well, what does this person look like now that I've heard them? Yeah. But you've thing. kind of looked some of them up. Well, that's true. Like I some have. of them I want people, 
I don't want to only interview people who do this and they've got this business, but sometimes they do have a presence that people can easily look up or exactly. check out their site or whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you know that it's called The Real Deal. Mm-hmm. And my father always said, you got to be their genuine article, the real McCoy, you know, be the real deal. And who is, and no phony baloney, he would always say that too, like no phony baloney. Who is somebody in your life that you would say is the real deal? Mm-hmm. And how did that affect you? Mm. My late husband, for sure. Mm. He was so genuine. He was so genuine to the point where, honestly, when I first met him, and this is gonna this is gonna sound contradictory, but when I first met him, he was so nice and so jovial, and the same with everyone all the time that I thought this guy is probably a jerk. <laughs> Like, this guy cannot, he just must be putting on a show. That's what I thought. I thought he just must really be putting on a show. He cannot be like this for real. This this can't be somebody that is this likable and this just, he truly had, I remember he had a twinkle in his eye the Mm. very first time I met him. Mm. But getting to know him that was him he was yeah. steady eddie yeah he oh, was always the same steady eddie. yes yeah. and that's why he was with me yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's we truth in that carry out <laughs> but um yeah just was so genuine i so appreciate that yeah. about people yeah i so appreciate the fact that you love that and that's why this is the real deal yeah. but i was really attracted yeah. to that and, and you were kind of looking for it to change but it didn't that's what I thought and it didn't and that was so amazing and that's one of the things that I thought well this is it then for me yeah this is it yeah yeah so why don't we just go there so this is your late husband yeah how long were you married 20 years it would be 21 on November 7th November oh you're coming up on an anniversary yes yeah so tell me what you want to share about some of those 20 years yeah they were wonderful they were filled with lots and lots of family traditions. We both came from families that that was really important to us to, to do the family stuff. It was important to us that we had a faith. I, I remember when we were dating, I, I had always prayed, Lord, I know that there's someone out there for me. So just show me who yeah. this person is. And so when we started dating, it was going so well. And he showed himself as, you know, the real deal. Yeah. No phony baloney there. And yeah. I just thought to myself, well, if this isn't it, let's just cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> let's just, I don't, I want to end this because this guy is great. Okay. And I just kind of told him, I just said, I just want you to know that how I live my life and how I live my life is if as much as I feel like I'm probably falling for you or we're falling for each yeah. other, I mean... If tomorrow I felt the Lord said this was not it, then I'd be gone. And he just, he appreciated that about me. And I, I think that that's what kind of sealed it. You know, Mm -hmm. he just really, really appreciated that about me. And he embraced his faith. He always grew up having a faith. And so we just grew together. We Mm. grew together. I was 23 when we got married, just about 24. And he was five and a half years older than me. And we just, we had a really, really good time together, even though we were, we were so opposite. Yeah. Beautifully opposite. Yeah. Because he's steady Eddie. (laughs) Yep. And how would you describe you? I, I mean, I'm steady Eddie in, in that I absolutely know what I want and what I believe okay. in. But, you know, I, I'm i kind of all over the place yeah. sometimes and as a, as a woman and in emotions. And I don't like to use as an excuse. But, I mean, he just balanced me really, yeah. really well. Yeah. He was kind of the, you know, the yin to the yang. Yeah. And, yeah, it was good. So do you have siblings? 
I have a brother, a younger brother. Mm -hmm. What's it like being an older sister to a younger guy? Um, I loved it. (laughs) I loved it. Yeah, we're very close. We are good friends, really good friends. And I'm blessed that he lives in the area. And he has been, especially during this season for me, he has been an absolute rock to me. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. Instead of living on the other side of the country. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I remember the day of the funeral. He was right beside you. The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. He yeah. literally introduced people if I didn't really know them very well. He yep. was the gatekeeper. Yep. He was the gatekeeper. Yeah. And, uh, and he loved Steve. And I know that that was exactly where he wanted to be, but I also know that that was really hard for him. And I will not, I will be forever grateful for, for what he did for me that day. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know, uh, we just celebrated, again, the life of my brother-in-law, Steve. And it was 11 years ago, just the other day, that he passed away. And my sister was 52, I think, at the time. How old are you? I'm 44. 44. How is that affecting you? Do you say things out loud? I I believe our story is our story. Yes. But our story isn't our identity. Correct. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's good. I'm going to have to listen to this over and really take that in. Yeah. Because that's like saying somebody who's lost their job is an unemployed person well yeah for a season it's part of their story but if they know christ their identity is in him and who he says they are and what he's won for them and and all that so i'm not trying to erase or no minimize Mm. the story Mm -hmm. but some people stay so stuck in the story they've never ever really embraced their identity right or lived in their identity sure well i mean i I hope that we can say that I'm embracing my identity only because this happened just so recently. Yes, it's um, so it's so it, fresh. It, it is very fresh. And I thought, I, I just, God laid on my heart to reach out to you because I thought, well, we can say that this could have happened a year or two ago and I can tell you all the things that I learned and how I'm just doing so much better. But I thought, well, Rachel, if, if you do the real deal, then maybe we should talk about what it's like in, in, in the, the rock. And in the raw yep. and in, in the hurt. Yep. And uh, the fact that I guess I want to just probably sing from the mountaintops how held I have been. Oh. Um, how I, I have known the Lord since I've been 16. Okay. And accepted him as my Lord and Savior. But this in and of itself is when I have clung, obviously, the hardest. Yeah. And... I came a little bit from a background that, and I think as a Christian anyway, you you do things because you want to, you want to please him. And you're always kind of, I'm, I'm almost in ministry. I'm always doing something. I'm emceeing or I'm, I'm heading up a Bible study or, you know, I'm just, I'm doing something because I want to, but this has been a season where I have literally felt plucked out of everything that I knew that was normal. And I have just sat and I am just being. Yeah. And you know what? He's taking care of it all. Yeah. I don't have to do anything. Amen. I don't have to do anything. And um, so much religion is based on our performance. And so right. much true faith is re- relating to his performance and Correct. our just being. Correct. Beloved. Beloved, right? Yes. So yes. it's it's not wrong to want to do things for the kingdom, but we're not his employees. We're his right, children. Right, right. Yes. I have been able to be his daughter, his mm. true, true daughter. 
and there was a there was a moment that I had probably a week or two after this all went down and I have a big flowery chair in in my family room and it was early one morning and and at at first the mornings were the worst because it it you you wake up and and it kind of just the reality hits you all back again where you're like oh that's right that happened that this happened. isn't a dream it's really right. true right i i i just i looked from my kitchen into that my family room into that chair and i said you know what i'm going to do this morning i'm going to sit on your lap this morning i'm just going to sit in yep. that chair yep. and i'm going to let you hold me yeah and i'm not going to say a word and for a while, too, during this season, I'm such a prayer warrior. I love yes, to you pray. Are. <laughs> I, I couldn't always find the words. And I kind of felt him say, I know. I already know. And it was it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. And so amongst and amidst this pain, I am finding as close as I thought we were. Yeah. This is closer. Wow. This is wow. This is true intimacy. And it's been awful and it's been beautiful all at the same time. And so I just thought, let's just talk about that. Yeah. You know, let's it's I'm not saying it's easy to talk about when you've been through something because it never is. But I thought, let's just get together and talk about what he's doing for me now, right now, now. in this pain now, right now, now. Yeah. What can you tell us about the day you found out or what do you want to share? Because you're in a spin, but you're held in sort of the eye of the storm in a sense. Right. You know, right. So God's showing up. But what do you remember or what do you? Are you still in shock yeah. about some of it? Or I think I, I think I probably parts of me are still in shock. Tuesday, May 28th was the Tuesday after Memorial Day weekend. We had just had an amazing weekend, family weekend. We took off, so we had extra time off. We had all this great family time. And, and you know, as I look back, these are some of the things that I see already. We, we had family dinners. We took our boat out. He and I got away for a night. We went to a wedding. We talked. We were going through a little bit of a marriage study through our church, and and we were talking, and and we talked ever so often about like, well, if I ever left this earth, or if, if something oh, ever yeah. happened to me, yeah. and and all this stuff, and and so we did just, you even have one of those conversations. Uh, we did not necessarily that weekend, but in the weeks leading up to it, wow. yeah. And I would always tease him, you know, that he would find somebody not at all like me. <laughs> Well, you would be with somebody that was really sporty and wanted to be out in the woods and was fine with no makeup on all the time and blah, blah, blah. You know, we would <laughs> just tease like each other, you know. Who's got yeah. her act together, and I love that about you. <laughs> and he would always say, well, I would never get married again. I wouldn't do that. And I'm like, why? And so we would just yeah. talk about just, you know, life once yeah. in a while. And so we, we just had this really nice conversation in the in the car and I remember him specifically saying we were talking about marriage and I was kind of talking about what I loved about us is we could also we could call out what we didn't give each other okay kind of you know what I mean like I could say look I know that I fall short in this area but then he would counteract it and be like Carrie you think it's lost on me that I don't also give you a b or c okay and so we just talked about these personal really good things so we just had a lovely weekend I guess that's my my point in telling some of this but and what a treasure total yes such a treasure instead of oh gosh I wish we had taken some time away or you know whatever I 
I have no regrets. Mm-hmm. Everything was said. Everything, everything was said. And that's the way that we lived our life, but especially those last four days, those last long weekend. And so I I woke up for work on Tuesday morning. He woke up and he did a, an early morning CrossFit workout. So he said goodbye yep. at 5.15. Yep. He left. I, you know, got the girls off to school. Totally normal. This is totally your regular normal. rhythms. Other Absolutely. than it just was a holiday weekend, but this is your regular rhythms. Absolutely. So when you think about life was happening and yep. I was driving to work and I, I remember specifically praying that morning, Lord, just show me what you have for me. Show me what you want me to do. Wow. Just, you know, like I specifically remember that. I specifically remember that. And I got to work and I was making plans to go to lunch with my friends, you know, like at work. You know, we had a meeting that day and we were just instant messaging back and forth. And I looked down at my phone and there was a number calling that I didn't recognize. And then I I saw that there was a voicemail and I have that voicemail that transcribes on your phone. And so I saw the name of his boss on my phone and I'm like, well, that's weird. He works out with his boss in the morning. Didn't, still didn't think anything of it. I thought, oh, he's he's calling me. That's great. I'll call him back and called him right back because his message said, I need you to call me right away. Please call me right away. And he didn't say why. I called him and he said, Carrie, he said, I worked out with Steve this morning and he seemed kind of tired during our workout. And when we got back to the office, he collapsed and he's on his way to Freighter. And I said, okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's all I said. I said, thank you so much for calling. I'm going to go there right now. And I I walked down the aisle with little cubicles or whatever. I I manage a team and and I just said, I have to go. My husband's been taken to the hospital. I wasn't thinking anything, Rachel. Yeah. He's this strong, big guy. I wasn't thinking anything. I'm going to Freighter. Absolutely. And I walked in. I walked into the HR office and my girlfriend was there. And all of a sudden I looked at her and I sat down in a chair in the corner of her office. And I said, Steve's been taken to freighter. And she said, why are you sitting? <laughs> She's like, why are you sitting? Let's go. She's like, I'm going to take you. And I said, cause I just need a minute. I mean, I guess, you know, I could go through all the little details, but you know, we, we prayed in the car. I found out, I called his boss back and I found out that he was unconscious when he left the office. So that changed the story for me a little bit. But I still expected to walk into Freightert, and I still expected to them be telling me which room and what's oh yeah, going well on he's sucking on ice ice chips. He's in room two thirty two. He's yeah, yeah, you know yeah. blah blah blah. That wasn't the case, and I got there, and and someone from his office um, was met me there. Mandy was parking the car, and and we went into this little room, and these beautiful doctors came in. This this woman that that looked like me. I mean, she mm-hmm. was my age, you know, wow. she, she, she was my age or probably younger, but she just, I, she stood in the doorway and our eyes locked and I just saw her Did you almost know? like spiritually take, like, I just saw her like take a pause and yeah, I think I knew, I, I think I just knew. And she was with this nurse and they just sat down and they, they just told me that they did everything that they could. And essentially, you know, what we know now is that his heart stopped. It's, it's a, probably a longer story, but, I mean, he had high, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. It was something that we've now found that literally we should have found probably when he was a teenager. Mm. Um, his body just didn't break down cholesterol. She just, she just, there was such pain in this doctor's eyes for me. 
I mean, really, like she was just truly relating to me, I think, like as a woman and as a mother. And, and I, you know, so I just, obviously I was in shock and I couldn't believe it. And I, I I went through the motions and I I saw him and um, had my moment. And I, I I didn't even want to be with him, like almost in that moment because he was not there. He was not there. And, and as maybe weird as it seems, because I know that so many people would be like, that was the last time with your husband. Why would you not want to spend as much time? I just knew he was with the Lord and that was his shell. Like, you know, and yeah, it was just, of course I wanted to be, well, yeah, I mean, nobody, right, 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 right. That's so true. Yeah. Nobody can tell you. Nobody no. can tell you what, what's How right or wrong. How you'll react or this. what your response no. will be or. No. Yeah. My brother is in medical sales and I had my time with him and I had to call my parents and I, I am so close to my brother, but I, obviously I called my parents because I'm so close to them. I called Steve's mom and we had our conversation and I told my dad, I said, can you please call Chris? That was my brother. I said, can you please call him? Well, amongst all the other phone calls and all this other stuff happening, all of a sudden, then I called Chris and I said, Chris, and he said, I'm on the second floor freighter right now. And so he came and he was there Aww. and he, we went and we got my girls and we had our moment to say goodbye. And so anyway, in the days that followed, it was a blur. I made decisions and I said, things and I had terms that I that flew across my my vocabulary that I never ever expected you know example oh like autopsy medical you know medical examiner and all all this all this stuff that I just never ever would have thought would be my reality but we you know we had a celebration of life um, within about four days, mm-hmm. and it was so wonderful. Mm. It was it so, so uplifting. We played all of his favorite music. People told me afterward, they said, if we could have, if I died today, I would want exactly mm-hmm. this. And I told people, please do not wear black. You cannot wear black because <laughs> you would never have wanted that. Yeah. I I spoke. I spoke at his celebration of life and my daughter spoke and that was pure manna from yeah. heaven yeah that that was he gave me every single thing that I needed wow. and I wanted to do that because I wanted to honor him and I honestly I wanted to honor the Lord because I wanted people to know this is exactly when faith counts if I if we have been a family of faith to anyone in our congregation, in our life, in our family, if we have said that we have faith, I'm standing up here today right now because I'm only doing it through his strength. And this is what I mean by when faith is called on. This is proof. This is where the rubber meets the road, brothers and sisters. (laughs) So, and I had so many people come up and say to me, I I can't believe that you did that. How did you do that? Did you Uh, know that you were going to be able to? Yeah. You know what I mean? He gave you the strength. I mean, you knew you wanted to, right? It's hundred percent. You are too. Do you know what I'm saying? It's. I, I didn't even think of not. Yeah. No, it yeah. was just something that yeah, and and I wrote what I wrote, and I I said it, and it was just all all the Holy Spirit kind yeah. of writing it for me. Yeah. And um. Tell me one thing you remember saying, that you were so glad to include. I I said this has rocked our world, but we are gonna go on, and this is 
faith is called upon for such a time as this. Yeah. And th- that morning I sat with my Bible and I opened to, he is an ever present help in times of trouble. trouble. And so I, I told them that too. He is when, when the waters rise and mm-hmm. when the seas mm-hmm. don't part, mm-hmm. this is exactly when, when he is mm-hmm. in the midst. Mm-hmm. And, um, it does not, this, None of this means that I don't walk around my house sometimes going, what the heck happened? Exactly. No, 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 no. (laughs) So we have what's true, and then we have the truth. Right. You were stating the truth, which always trumps the mess of the circumstance and the true of it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's other. It's an increased new level of, okay, so my world is rocked, and that's true. And the truth is God is with me and he'll get me through it. He's with me now. And the beauty of that is that's not a cliche, nor is that something you were just trying to tout as, well, this will be a nice little Hallmark card. You were living it. Yes. Yeah. Right. And it's not ignoring that the one is happening. Right. 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 But you can have the but. Yeah. And that's, I think, what I was feeling. Yeah. You know, but he is still good. He does love us. Yeah. He is sovereign. This feels really crummy. Yeah. But this was this was maybe allowed, but he did not cause that. You know what I mean? Nope. None of that. Because God can do something good out of hard things, people think he sent them. Yes. When I like, no, there's a fall. Exactly. And there's evil and there's decay and there's sin that entered. But his plan was always good. Exactly. Always. But he exactly. makes good things, so then people think, oh, well, then the origin had to be him. No. Right. No. Right. Yeah. And he's been in every single detail. Mm. He's gone before us. Um, so I want to bring the story of that doctor full circle. Tell me. So I literally... The one that locked eyes with yes, you and you knew. Yes. Okay, got it. I literally talked with her for five minutes. I mean, she came in. She told me what had been done and that she was so very sorry, but that they couldn't do anything more. Yeah. And those words rang in my, you know, spirit and in my ears for all those months. And um, I never forgot her. I just didn't. And (laughs) my company gave me time off this summer. They were so lovely to me. They said, you just do whatever you need to do to take the summer off, be with your girls. And so it was very healing and very beautiful. And I started to tiptoe back into work in August, just kind of part-time. And then September 9th was the first full week of school for my girls. They were back in high school. I have a freshman and a senior. And so September 9th was my first full day back to work. And it was much more difficult, much more difficult than I ever imagined. And so it was just a full day. It was very emotional. And and so I'm sitting with my phone that night and we were just kind of, my daughter and I were watching some TV, just kind of relaxing. And I'm in that same flower chair in my family room. I'm looking at my phone and I just happened to click into Messenger. Obviously, if you have Facebook, you've got Messenger on your phone. Well, I, I happened to look up in the corner and there was like this red dot yeah, of yeah, like messages. messages or yeah. whatever. Well, I clicked on it and these were all messages that I had never seen. Wow. And I was like, oh no. Like people had reached out to me yeah. like in the weeks after, the days after that this yeah. all happened. Yeah. But I wasn't necessarily friends with them on Facebook, so I didn't get them like yeah. right away. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden I click into this message and it says, Carrie, I know that this is an unusual venue to reach out 
but I am the ER physician at Freightert that treated Steve. And I just wanted to send out prayers and support. And this was the day after he passed. Wow. The day after. And it's sitting there in Messenger. And I am reading this and crocodile tears are starting. And I'm like, what? Like, I felt such a weird connection to her then, and then she reached out to me. So I was able, three paragraphs later, (laughs) to tell her we were okay, that I knew where Steve was, he was in heaven with our Lord, that her grace for me that day, I could feel it. And then here's what we found out ever since. You know, I kind of could tell her because I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't know if doctors really all, they're probably have privy to records, but I mean, it's not like she was going to maybe necessarily know exactly, you know, what had happened. So I told her the whole history of now we know what the cause was and blah, blah, blah. And I just said, your message was, I found this months now later. It's been three months Mm -hmm. since I saw you last. I said, your message is, has been so healing to me. Yeah. And then we exchanged a couple messages and she ended it with your message has been so healing to me. I wow. have not forgotten you or your beautiful family. And <sighs> now kind of almost like she had a little bit of closure. Yeah. And you know, my brother being in medical sales, he said, Carrie, that is not normal. No. He said, doctors of all the people that they probably treat, that that is, I would think, highly unusual that she would try yeah. to really seek you out and, yeah. and message you. And so, you know, how can you say that God doesn't go before us? How yeah. can you say that he is not in the details? He chose that doctor on that shift at that moment yeah. to meet me yeah. in my pain yeah. and then have such grace and love for me to reach out as yeah. a human being yeah. and just say, I'm so, so sorry for yeah. your loss. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And that really came full circle for me. And I was able to share that with my daughters. Yeah. And now hopefully, you know, yeah, your audience well, can God, take from that. Because God, yeah. He, he really does care for us. So how are the girls doing? I mean, you know, nobody can jump into somebody's head. Nobody can right. really get into somebody's heart and their emotions. But you know them. Yes. You're their mother. Yes. What What's your sense? And what, what do you feel comfortable sharing? And sure. That's their story, too. But. Oh, they're so strong. They are yeah. so strong. And they're doing well. And I know that they're really sad. We all are. But they, what was, you know, talk about timing. We had this beautiful summer off. They didn't have to jump back into school. They didn't have to jump back into activities. They could sleep in. They could just, we just took our time. We took lazy days. We went out on our boat. We just, you know what I mean? Yeah. And. Was it fun and hard to be on the boat the first time? It was, yeah. Because, you know what I mean? Mm. Like flashbacky. Yeah. You're like, I remember being on here. Yeah, we just opened it. We just, we literally just took it out for its, you know. Yeah. Hard hard for me my daughter my oldest daughter she is the captain of the ship okay. she knows way more even yep. on that boat than I do yep. I keep so telling she did her, her you gotta thing. teach me mm-hmm. so she'd go out with friends and she that's where she feels close to her dad and we honor him by doing a lot that that he would have wanted us to do yep. there was a, a trip that he actually planned that out to California and Utah this summer that 
in no way did I emotionally think that I could do that. Mm. But mm. a girlfriend, a, a dear, dear friend of mine came with me and we did it. We did it. We, wow. we climbed the mountains in wow. Utah and we walked the beach in San Diego and the three of us. And you lived. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. And his favorite song would come on the radio or something like, you know, we felt him. We just felt him and God gave us those moments. And so we, we had, we have times where we talk and we have times where we obviously just how you doing today. I'm not doing, I'm not doing good today. I'm not. To be able to have the freedom and the space to be the real deal. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and and that somebody's not going to be Maybe it's always everybody was doing cruddy on one day, but that somebody can help the other one when it's hard or whatever, you know. They have both lifted me up many times, as young as they are, you know. Mm -hmm. But we have a beautiful CD, like DVD, of the memorial service of memories. And when people talked, they, you know, they talked in front of a camera about him and, and his memories. And my daughters, my youngest daughter said, you know, Mom, I was watching that. And I thought, I really felt like I heard God say, you were ready and I'm with you now. And this has been hard, but I, I know that it, it's okay. Mm. Cut, yeah. In her way, in yeah. her young faith, in, yeah. in her trying to work it out, yeah. that was so neat that she's trying, you know, she's hearing his voice in yes. her way. and. Yes. It's just, it's been awesome. And, and, you know, going back to church has even been a little hard for us. Yeah. If I'm to be honest. Yeah. I, being the young widow in town is, yeah. <laughs> is hard. Because yeah. this is a family um, thing and this is what you always did. He was very was well known. with you. Yes. Yeah. He was very, very well known in our community. Yes. Yes. Pillar in the community. Yes. And so, you know, I think that there's times where I'm out and about and if I'm being real, I, I care. I care yeah. about what. Yeah. Am I down today? Maybe I shouldn't even go out because, mm. you know, yeah. but yet it's like, well, people have embraced us so amazingly too. And you just, what I'm saying is when something like this happens, no matter maybe what circumstance you're in for a while, you just feel like you're in a fishbowl. Mm. You just kind of feel like you're in a fishbowl and you're swimming around and everyone's watching. Because mm-hmm. I and, see through the glass right into your little swimmy swimminess. Right. Yeah. Right. And... That's okay. That's okay. Let's let's be let's be real that this isn't always easy. Yeah. And uh, there's I, I kind of came Have up. Have you with, allowed yourself to go there because grief is very important. Yeah. If we don't do it and try to shove it, it'll come up somehow. I think I'm in the process. Are you? I think I'm still very much in the process. Good. There are times where I love to be busy and I have just a wonderful, wonderful community of, of girlfriends around yeah. me and they want to take me out. We yeah. want to have fun, just go for dinner or just, just be, go for coffee, yeah. go for walks. But there's many times where I'm like, I can't tonight. And I, especially if I have that house to myself, Yes, I'm in it. Yeah, I am in it and I'm using it and yeah. I am crying. And, and you're I using am, your voice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you yeah. literally have to get it yes. out. Yes. And that's, it's, it's not easy. It's exhausting, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It can, it can put me under for two days after I, if I give myself an hour to cry sometimes, I feel like for two days afterwards, I'm like still coming off yeah, of the, it. <laughs> the backlash of the tears. Yeah. <gasps> oh, but you have to do it. You have to do it. And in those moments, it's okay to say, this really is not, this is not cool. No. This is, this really hurts. Yeah. 
I'm still in disbelief, Lord. I'm still in disbelief that this, why did you think this was a good idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, asking him. Really, I'm asking him all those life? questions. Like, what? Yeah. Is this real life? You know the little thing on YouTube where the boy has had the dental stuff and he's, he's like, is this real life? But yours <laughs> yes. is like, is this, yes. like, this really is real. Really? Like you yes. said, each morning you wake up with, no, no, this really did happen. Yeah. This is yeah. my life right now. Yeah. This is, this is the state. Yeah. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel Inouye, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right, back to The Real Deal. So now we're, we're kind of to the point now where we're coming up on five months and we're, we're past the point where he's gone on a business trip and it's been like a really long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like you can fool your mind into that. For yeah, and, and actually, I don't. I've never had, I guess, something this traumatic happen, like such a sudden death. But you literally, in the days afterward, I would hear a door open and I would think he's coming back. Or I I look for, you know, like you just, it's very raw. So little by little, you know, you just, you kind of move on from that. And, and I'm, I'm kind of past, I noticed the other day, I'm kind of past the rawness of I can go through my day and f- start to feel like myself a little bit more again instead yeah. of having those moments where I'm in a meeting and all of a sudden it's that voice that goes, you know what happened, right? Oh. Like even at his funeral in the receiving line and I'm hugging people and it's like this vo- it's like you're at Steve's celebration of life. Do you realize where you are right now? Yeah. Like do you really know where you are? Yeah. And no, sometimes yeah. you don't really no. know where you are. <laughs> I'm just still taking it a day at a time. Yeah. And I have no, I have, I do have expectations. I have every expectation that God's going to use this, that God's going to redeem this, that God is going to restore this, and that he's going to use it for his good and mine. Mm-hmm. This is a walkthrough. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he's, he's absolutely holding me. I'm mm-hmm. allowing him. Good. I'm allowing him to hold me. I am strong and I'm a go-getter. I'm a go-getter oh, type yes, person. But, and I think quite honestly, that has been the rawness and vulnerable part of me that I am still exploring. I'm exploring being extremely vulnerable and being true clay in his hands mm. to recreate what I thought was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And that's part of the grieving too. You have to say goodbye to what, to what you, you would have thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's there every single thing that's future related does not have him in it. Correct. So everything is an it's a new script. Right. Doesn't mean you won't have events, things, but they won't happen the way the mind right. had them. Mm-hmm. Oh, completely. Yeah. We just had a milestone. Well, I mean, shortly after we celebrated Father's Day and we celebrated my daughter turned 14 and now we just celebrated my my daughter's 18th and I try to make these moments so happy and they are, they are happy. They're they're beautifully, beautifully ugly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's like I wrote this uh, blog post once called the owl. Thank you. Yeah. It hurts like the Dickens, but there's a thank you. They're beautifully ugly. You know, it's that right. juxtaposition of two things that really hold the same space. Yeah. They really hold the same space. Right. And you, 
you can't say it's just beautiful or it's just ugly. Right. It's beautifully ugly. Right. You right. know? Yeah. That's a really good way to put it, Carrie. Thanks. And to give yourself space to allow yourself to be like that, you know? I think sometimes as Christians, we think if everything isn't good and if everything isn't happy, that that's not the Christian life. No, joy is very different than happiness. Mm-hmm. And if we are like, no, no, I got to be, no, I got to be okay. I got to be okay. Then you really have never given yourself chance to not be okay and let him still be with you, like you said, and be held so that you will be right. okay. Right. <laughs> right. You, you know what I mean? Yes. Because- do you rate yourself? Do you feel like you're giving yourself a report card or do you feel like the fishbowl you're aware of what other people are thinking or are you just like God, like, or is it different days, different feelings or... Mm, that's a good question. I think it kind of depends. I think it's dependent on the day, kind of. Um, I think I'm doing well. I think, I think sometimes I should give my cut myself a little bit more slack and and probably allow myself to slow down a little bit more. You know, I'm kind of full tilt back into to work, and and I've I've started to recognize. I'm like, oh. This is a lot. Yeah. And so I'm being, but I'm, I know myself well enough that I'm kind to myself when I need to be. Good. And I'll take off a little extra early or I'll do a face mask before I go to bed or like I steal moments away, just little moments that are just for me. You know, I'll, um, I'll go for that long walk or meet a friend for coffee, you know, just really what brings me joy. And I am... I am 44 and completely getting to know myself in a new way, in a new season. Um, my identity has been with this man for 22 years, you know, between dating and, and getting yep. married. And that's been... And such a bulk of figuring out who you are years. Yeah. You go through a lot in your 20s mm-hmm. and 30s. Mm-hmm. And now here sure, I am. Sure. I'm like, oh, so why did you think this was a good idea that I'm single in my mid-40s? <laughs> But it's, yeah, I mean, that's my reality because literally by noon on Tuesday, May 28th, I started in the, in the days that followed, I started filling out paperwork and I was putting single and it was surreal, but that is your punch in the gut reality. reality. You have to keep things moving and to, in order to keep things moving, boom, you are single. Yeah. Or, you know, they might say widow, but it's all of a sudden your kind of new identity is that, and you have not thought about that in years. I think the thing about being a widow is that it's nothing that you didn't choose this. Yeah. You didn't choose to stop loving someone. You didn't right. all of a sudden, and, and and there's so many different portions of this. Sometimes it's a long illness or sometimes it's a sudden death like like me. But sometimes you go through seasons where maybe, maybe a relationship isn't working out. Right. And you have just a little bit of time to yep. maybe start to process the hurt and start to process the fact that I'm not, I'm maybe not going to be in this anymore. I was literally in this to win it <laughs> full on and full on all of a sudden I'm not. Yeah. And so that's, that's another thing that you have to, that you have to yep. allow. Everything's just been so changed. So changed. Right. It's complete. Yeah. It's a grand reversal. Boom. Right. Yeah. So that's new. And that's very new. I'm going through 
you know, dad as well. So is there one piece of it that doesn't diminish Steve? Doesn't mean you didn't love him. Doesn't mean you didn't love being married. Mm -hmm. Is there one piece of it that you could honestly say, I enjoy this. Mm -hmm. What, and if you, if you can, and it's not wrong to say that. If there's anything about it that you're like, oh, I like this. I'm figuring that out. I had a dream actually a couple weeks ago that he came back. <laughs> and really? I think that's probably really normal. I think that's probably yeah. really normal. You miss you miss this person so much. Oh, yeah. And I... So it's I, God's kindness to let you see him. In yeah, in yeah. Place. And I, at first, I, I had a couple at first. And I... I knew he was only back for like an hour. So I would be, can you please hang this picture for me? Oh, okay. Can you please yeah. do this for me? Can oh. you like, like, like stuff around the house? Yeah. And the other, the other night I had a dream that he came back and I, I said, how, and cause he was such a goofball. He, okay. he had just this wonderful sense of humor, but just such a goofball. And, and I said, how in the world are we going to explain to everybody who came to your life celebration that you decided to come, <laughs> come back, back, right? But in that dream, I'm circling this back to your question. In that dream, I remember feeling and kind of saying to him, hey, I've done a lot in four months. I've done a lot. Like, I've made a lot of decisions, like really important decisions. And like that, tr like we're keeping some of the decisions that yeah, I made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They stay. They stay. So I'm... I'm proud of myself. Yeah. Um, I'm proud of myself for for some of the things that I've I've decided. Yeah. Pressing and on. I don't know if you if I can tell you what I totally enjoy just yet. I am such a people person and yeah. I love being social. Yeah. And so I love I I really find a lot of joy in going out with girlfriends. Yep. I really yep. do. And having a great meal and and yep. laughing and yep. I can still I'm there. Yeah. I, I can I can do that. Yeah. I can do that. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't sometimes come home and walk upstairs and take Good. a huge deep breath yep. or the tears still come because that's just all part of it. But I I am getting to know myself again, and I'm starting to actually put together a little bucket list of what does Carrie want to do yeah. in the next year? What, yeah. what do I want to do? Yeah. Maybe I want to go try something new. Maybe yeah. I want to, I don't know. I don't know yeah. any of it. Well, it on the other side of it is a grand discovery. Like, I really don't like to do X, or I didn't know I love this. Right. You know what I mean? Because you'll find that out through this discovery process. Right. Yeah. So that I can I can honestly say now, and, and I'm going to continue to say it throughout these next months and years that come, I'm excited about that. Yeah. I, I can say that I'm I'm kind of excited about that. And yeah. I'm excited to see what God's gonna do with that. Yeah. And um and it doesn't diminish who he is. I he he always will be my very first love. Yep. My, I mean truly, yep. truly. Mm. He is the father of two beautiful girls. How did he ask you out? Through a letter. What? Yeah, old fashioned, old fashioned through a letter. Um, I was at college. We worked together. We okay. we we used to work together, and um, I was a summer like intern. I was a typesetter at way back when at Lake Country Publications, wow. and he was an editor, and we just kind of worked together like in tandem. And he, I was dating somebody from college, yep. and he was dating somebody, and then I came back that next summer, 
and he was still dating that same person. Okay. And I probably had a new guy I was dating, yeah. you know. And then, oh, I started... Because I don't know um, if you people know who's across the um, way from me, but Carrie is adorable. So look her up on Facebook because, <laughs> like, she is a happening woman. She, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So you are probably You're dating so somebody cute. new. You are adorable. Oh, gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Yeah, it was never anything serious. Okay. I just kind of came home with, you know, boyfriends from yeah. college that I was dating or whatever. And then, I, well, I then I started dating somebody from the paper. Oh. And so he saw that Smart all unfold. Man. He's like, I got to do something about this if I want her well, heart. Well, it was kind of funny because he was still dating somebody, too, from the paper. Okay. Office, you know, office romance, I guess. <laughs> and the end of that summer, it was ending. It was ending with this guy. And they all took me out to say goodbye because I was going to start my senior year at Whitewater. Okay. And they all took me out. And I remember him sitting next to me at the restaurant. And I was asking him, what the heck am I going to do about this? This guy is not, you know, talking to me. He's being kind of a jerk. What do you think I should do? Blah, blah, blah. And he was giving me dating advice. And so um, then that next week, I found out I had mono. Oh. And he called me and he said, hey, I was wondering whatever happened with so-and-so. And I said, well, we're definitely not together and now I have mono. Oh, my gosh, Carrie. And he's like, I hope you feel better. And so then I just started my senior year. I, I got better yep. gradually, started my senior year. And he... That December or like late November called my mom and asked her my address at school because he wanted to send me a letter just to wish me good luck on exams, just wanted to get in touch with me. And my mom kind of blew it for him because she called me. I think it was supposed to be kind of a surprise. And she's like, you know, Steve Lyles called you. Or called me and asked for your address. I just, I don't know who this is. I just wanted to make sure that this was on the up and up. And and I'm thinking, well, you already gave my address, mom. So, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, he wrote me this great letter and um, honestly asked me out in the letter to go to a wedding with him. Um, His cousin was getting married on New Year's and he couldn't think of a nicer friend to ask. It was very casual. Just like, hey, I've got this date. Mm -hmm. It's New Year's, you know, could you want to go? And I said, sure. And we started dating in December of 95 and we had been together ever since. Wow. Ever since. Yeah. And got married in, in 98. Yeah. So kind of, you know, you had a decent amount of getting to know each other. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you've, yeah, you've, your years have been with this man. Your mm-hmm. formative. My formative years. I met, yes. Years. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know that God is going to show you a um, part of you that's so different. You're not going to recognize yourself. But you know, when you twist a prism and you get a little bit of a different color, Mm-hmm. When the light shines through or you look through one of those kaleidoscopes and it's still got the same little pieces or whatever, but it just gets a little bit of a different design. Yes, I, I feel love like that. God's going to show you a piece of your beauty and a piece of who he has for you that's just different Yes. now. Yeah. You know, and that you have license to do that. It's not a bad thing. Doesn't mean you didn't love your husband or, you know, because people get in this weird thing like that they've got to be so in mourning for the rest of their lives or they don't honor the person. I don't know where we get that. Oh, and I know that he would actually never want that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a lie that can be thought that's not true. Right. So, yeah, I love that analogy. That's really beautiful. Something. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't know if you know what a, like you carry the welcome of God all over you. And God is going to use that to bring people to you that are part of your life in this next season. 
just because you, you, you carry the welcome of God. You know what mm. I mean? You're not a Thank you. stay yeah. away from yeah. me kind of gal. Right, right. So it will be interesting to see how he orchestrates. Well, and I know that he will. Oh, he will. Because I want him to. Yeah. It's not going to be my doing. That's for sure. Yeah. And if every day ordained for us is written in his book before any of them come to be, it says in Psalm 139, then you know that he didn't go, oh, yeah, I'm your God until you're 44, and then I don't have any more of your days oh, written down. Oh, my gosh, I've exactly. I've got it written down. Right. And they're good. And I'm with you when it's hard. Yes. One of my favorite Psalms is where it says that God is close to the brokenhearted mm. and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Yes. You know, so you've said he is close. He is closer than, you know, I've heard that he is closer than your breath. He's that close. And I think that you could easily push him away during this time because the pain is so real. And you could easily say, get it, just get angry and, and say, no way. I'm not this. I have you. This is why I have you. Stuff like mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I do remember when, you know, my mom, my mom is doing very, very well, but she got a cancer diagnosis about four years ago. And I remember where I was. I was sitting on our front porch and I got off the phone with her and Steve was working in the yard and he turned and he looked at me and I just, I had tears in my eyes and I just said, I got up and I gave him a hug and he said, I'm, I'm really sorry. And I said, I thought we were invincible to this. Wow. I thought we were invincible. This is why we have Jesus. Why, why was there not a protection about this? And that's being real too, because that is, that is absolutely what would go through your mind. But it's interesting now, four years later, when this has happened to me, I have never necessarily questioned why. I have just said, okay, now what? Yes. Now what are you going to do? I know that you're here and I'm going to allow you to do whatever it is. And that doesn't mean that I'm not mad. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that I can't believe this. And it doesn't mean that I am not absolutely devastated. But okay, now what? Yep. Yep. Now what? I I love this uh, saying by Graham Cook. C-O-O-K-E, Graham Cook. I love him. And he said, why is an invalid question? Mm. Because it makes us an invalid. Oh, invalid, yes. invalid. Really? But what does this mean and what am I to do? Yeah. Are big questions. And they were asked in Acts chapter 2 when the Holy Spirit comes and he's landing on the people and is falling, you know, like tongues of fire. Yes. But like, what does this mean? And what yeah. are we to do? Those are helpful questions. And you've already just said that those are the two that you live with. Hmm. It's interesting. Because what does this mean for my today, my season today, my, you know, in two more months, in five more years, what does this mean? Right. What am I to do? Right. What am I to do now? What am I to do in five minutes? Because the why, I, I don't, I just don't see you as a why person anyway, but the why would make you more soured, would... Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm entitled to this, but I didn't get that. And you have a lot of life left that yes. the shelf life would be putrid yes. and turn to, yeah, anyway. Right. I didn't doubt at all, Carrie. I didn't doubt that you wouldn't be handling it like this. But I just want to applaud your courage mm, and your you. big girl. You pull up your big girl <laughs> panties and you do think, but you also, your big girl panties are pulled up knowing you need people. Oh, yes. You need community. 100%. And God's put, you, you know what I mean? That's really 
a big step. Yes. A big step is for somebody to be vulnerable enough to say, help. Yes. Yes. That's, that's a, that's a courageous move. Yeah. It's just as courageous as being fiercely independent and not needing anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's a fine balance and I definitely, I've always been an independent, strong person, but the orchestra played well with with Steve and I because yeah. I allowed him to be the leader. I had strong opinions about stuff. And I, I told <laughs> him <laughs> I, I told him where I was at several times, you know, but at the end I always really had the utmost respect for the fact that he was the leader of our family and my girls knew that. And I hope to teach them that for their marriages someday. And they have such a wonderful, wonderful model yeah. of, of their dad and, and who he was to me and, and to them. Yeah. And, and that's another, you know, that's another blessing in all of this too. They, they will remember them. Oh you, yeah. Him, you know, they will absolutely carry on, you know, what, what he would have wanted. Yeah. So to speak. And they're young but they're not so young that they don't have memories of their dad. That Absolutely. They can, that are their inheritance. That right. are their treasured spots, their treasured memories that can't be taken from them. Yes. Can't be taken from them. Right. Did he say something, do something, have a phrase, whatever that will live with you? Small problems. Okay. Yeah, tell me. Small problems. So like if you came and said or something happened? Yeah, like just trying to keep things in perspective, really always just trying to keep things in perspective. Um, he was, that's how, you know, he was kind of the water to my fire sometimes, yeah. you know, I would. And I, I said that in, in, in my little talk on yeah. his celebration of life. I, I said, you know, I was the, I was always the let me at him to his, whoa, hey, you know, let's just, let's just think about this for a second. You know? He's the reins. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, you know, that's why we worked, right? And I think that he would have told you that sometimes he needed that little kick in the pants. You know, I think that the, that we balanced each other out really well. Sometimes he'd be like, you know, he's like, thanks for pointing that out. I really needed to probably take action on that. And I should have done that or, or whatever. You yeah. Know? But yeah, he would say small problems. My girls, my girls could probably tell you even better than I sometimes. They, they're always like, don't you remember? Dad always used to say that. But he was a gem. That's good. He was a real gem. That's so good. <laughs> That's so good. And you will have him forever. Absolutely. Memories are made for a reason. Absolutely. And the nice thing about it is God gives us an imagination and our imagination can go in a sanctified unbelievably great way and our imagination can take us you know somewhere we shouldn't go but you can continue to remember things too right, right. you know photo oh books gosh, and yes. whatever and yes special preserved times yes that can't be taken from you yeah can't be taken from you oh golly you're you're amazing to share all of this oh well and we do I need to do coffee helps. not just real deal. yeah we need to do coffee oh, sometime I love that. you know just to a touch point not so that I'm checking to see how you're doing, but just, yeah. Oh, my It'll gosh. It'll build my faith to just see God's faithfulness and what he will do and continue to do. Absolutely. I'd love that. I am amazed at what he's done. I am amazed at what he's done. I'm amazed all that I have been able to accomplish in about five months, but it's because he has placed things in my path. He has made things easy. There have been some big decisions that I've had to make, and I have been at absolute peace. Mm -hmm. Or he has had somebody come alongside me and just be like, Carrie, you should 
you know what? I was thinking you should really do like my dad okay. confirmed something for me one time. You know, I think that you should really go go ahead and do that. And it it turned out to be such a blessing. Wow. I mean, he just wow. he's placed some really really smart people in my path that are that key are people at critical me. times. Yeah, absolutely huge. But you're not making any hard, fast decisions. You're in your home. Yes. Your kids are in their same school. Yes. All that right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. I'm not picking up and moving to San Diego. Yeah. Oh, that's gorgeous. All that. But... Let's do it. In a, let's do it. In a, <laughs> in a couple we... months, let's think about I it. I mean, if we want to have coffee on the beach in San Diego, that is fine with me. Um, <laughs> Who it, knows what it, God has? Well, people tease me about that. They're like, Carrie. And, and believe me, I am not thinking about this, but being that he is a redeemer and a restorer, they say, you, do you realize that you could be married longer than you were ever married yes. to Steve? Yes. And I'm like, that doesn't, yeah, I could. That yeah. doesn't register with me right no. now, but that's the truth. Or they're like, Carrie, what if God calls you and what if like your next life is in like New York or something like that? Or he moves you across the country or he does. And I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess I'm open to that. I, I, if my girls are here, I, I'm going to probably be here. But I will go where he wants me to go. You know, who knows? It's, yeah. Life is, he, Steve was such an adventure guy. He mm. could not sit still for long. Wow. And um, that's how we were so different. He wanted to be up at sunrise, going off and taking pictures and taking a hike somewhere. And I was yeah. like, well, we're on vacation. Can we, like, maybe just sleep in a little bit? Yeah. But he challenged me in those ways. Yeah. And we had a, such a sweet time last fall. We went out with some dear friends, Dave and Emmy, to Colorado. And we, he and I got up one morning and we hiked this mountain in Colorado. Mm. And we were in Estes Park. And... The pictures that I took, the this the moments that we just had, and I just I just watched him because he was in his glory, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, that's where you are right now in heaven. You are on some mountain range, absolutely just hiking it in up. your glory. <laughs> it's a beautiful story, your love story and your your life together and your girls and your family time. It's just a celebration of the goodness of God. It is. And it, it really is, is. You know, it is the real deal. And I, I do want to just say he, we genuinely, genuinely loved each other. Mm. We, we didn't have, nobody has a perfect, we're two no. human beings right. that come in, right. and are in a marriage together. Nothing was bump. necessarily perfect. In fact, the, the weekend um, that we were off, we, we did not argue very often, but we actually got into this little spat. Yeah. And it was so funny now that I walk back and look back on it because it was about a light above my stove. Yeah. He was going to the hardware store and I just said, <laughs> oh, you're going to the hardware store. This this light needs to be changed. Can you just, you know, ch-? he goes, I think it's really good if you learn how to do like some things like this. Oh, my word. Oh, you can imagine how that went over. Oh, my I said, word. I already unscrewed it. It's already out. <laughs> I am perfectly capable of taking this light and taking it to the hardware store. But we are a team. And I was thinking that maybe you could. So it's holy. And then we ended up kind of giggling about it afterward or whatever. But I mean, like every time I turn on that light now, I'm like, Steve, thanks so much for changing out the light. (laughs) You know? And now I am capable of having to do. And I've learned so many more things to do on my own that you never knew I would be doing. I cut the lawn on a zero turn like a boss. Oh my 
And I that was his baby. And he always did the lawn. And I used to look outside. And he used to be smiling the whole time he was on that thing. And I thought, well, I'll never learn how to do it because he just loves it. Yeah. And now me and that thing are pretty good friends. Pretty <laughs> it's some good think friends. time maybe. Uh, yeah. You know, right now. Well, I'm honestly usually thinking who is watching me on this thing oh. and laughing at probably maybe the way that I'm not supposed to be doing yeah. <laughs> something or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It is. And I, I feel like I just honor him every single time I, mm. I'm on that thing. Mm. <laughs> That's so good. But, That's so good. Is there anything else you want to share? Mm. I real I just appreciate your vulnerability and just being real with me and thank you for having um, me. Your story is, I think it's going to help somebody. Who knows? It doesn't have to be that they've lost their husband. That doesn't have to Absolutely. be what they're going through. It's just the real God is good even when it's hard. Would be a card that you just want to almost rip up until somebody goes, No, I'm just telling you, this is a, this is a time when I didn't know he would be this sweet right. and this kind or I didn't know he'd be this near and you can take me at my word and yes. try it yes you know and and that's a it's a really sweet thing yeah doesn't mean it's not hard it is it is very hard and I think I just want to say that whatever you're walking through just know that he does not leave and he does not forsake and this is the time when although you might wonder where he is he absolutely is holding you and you don't have to tell him anything because he knows my in my in my sadness I didn't even have the words to tell him how sad I was and I just it's like I just felt him say I know and and one of my favorite verses in the bible is Jesus wept yeah two words Jesus wept He's fully relatable. He was fully human in that he loved just like we love. And he was sad when he was here too. And he was put in situations where friends, you know, left him yeah. and, and, and he was so hurt and devastated yeah. at times. And so that Jesus wept, I felt him. I really did feel him at times. I like he was weeping with yeah. me. Yeah. And I... Yeah, so I guess just please know that you are so loved no matter what. And this is where the rubber meets the road. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. this is where it's okay to just sit in his lap. Yep, yep. Allow him. Allow him to hold you. Don't think you have to do anything. Right. Because, man, there were days I didn't. Getting up and getting dressed and taking a shower and going out to the mailbox was like, okay, well, I did that for the day. Yep. I did that. Yep. So that was do one hard thing a day. I did that. Yep. So good. So. So true. Would you feel comfortable just praying for our audience? Yeah. And whatever is oh, going on right now. Yes. And I'm going to pray for you and maybe them too. Okay. Absolutely. Thanks. Father, I thank you for this time. I just pray for whoever hears our conversation today. And I pray that you would meet everyone right where they are and if there is anyone doubting god where you are that you would just show up that you would show up and that you would hold them and that they would realize that they do not have to do anything i thank you so much for coming alongside of me 
and and just holding me and and I pray that you would do that for someone today that that they would feel so held and loved and cherished by you um, and that they don't have to they just really don't have to do anything but just be and no matter what the circumstance that you would just reign victorious in in their life and I just ask this in Jesus name Lord, I thank you so much for Carrie. I thank you that you brought her here today. God, I, I know that you have good plans for her to give her a future and a hope. And I thank you for what those plans are. I thank you that they're going to unfold the way you want them to, at the pace you want them to, and in a way that she's ready. And so I thank you, God, for your goodness and your kindness to her. And Lord, I, I pray that you'd continue to put people and circumstances in her path that let her know that you're right there. And I thank you for how close you've been. Lord, I, I thank you for your word that we can always trust to be the right thing and, and your promises that are always true. I thank you for your word saying, forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Don't you perceive it? I'm the God who makes streams in the desert and rivers in the wasteland. And so, God, for Carrie's life, I pray that she would know you aren't just doing the next thing. You're doing a new thing. And that as you do that and as it unfolds, that she would receive things from you as a... As a um, welcoming daughter from a hand of a great dad. So I thank you, God. And I pray that you would make a stream in the desert and rivers in the wasteland when she doesn't understand how it'll happen or how it could change or whatever it would be that she would know that you're doing it. So I bless her, God. I bless her body, soul, mind, and spirit. I just pray, God, that you would touch her. I pray for her girls, Lord, as they finish their schooling and as they go into college years and as they meet their potential spouses and all of that, that they would know that they have a mom who loves them, a dad who loved them dearly, and a heavenly father that's close. And so, Father, I, I just I speak a blessing over her with relationships and with influence and with people, and I thank you for the way you've made her, God. You wired her so perfectly, Lord. She's just fearfully and wonderfully made. She, you did such a good job, God, on the inside, on the outside, and on the, the ways that you've made her. I'm, I'm just celebrating who she is, God. Thank you, Lord. Bless her today. Bless her in the future, Lord. And I pray for our audience, God. I pray that you would just be with them and that no matter what they're going through, God, that they would know that you love it when we're the real deal with you. And so we're grateful, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Thank honey. You. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you for sharing it now sharing it now don't know when it airs but i know that what we have is captured this snapshot of yes. what's going on in your life now yes so yes thank you, you. thank you, you for this venue yeah. to do it yay <laughs> you got it girl you've been listening to the real deal with me rachel Inaway, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of god in them audio engineering by my husband michael Inaway. thanks babe theme music by andrew grace 